Welcome everyone to That Kind of Nerds Podcast, a weekly show where we tell you what is going on in the nerdy world. I am CJ Mellon, joined of course by Josh Burns and special guest Craig Newcomb, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for having me. Unfortunately, Brian will not be on this episode. He was using MapQuest to get the coordinates to his palatial estate's recording studio and he got lost. I'm worried that he was eaten by the cats. I also have the distinct honor of welcoming all of you listeners to our two-year anniversary. Yay! What? Uh, if you didn't get us anything, it's just very simple. We were just asking for one thing only. If you could go ahead and leave us a five-star review on iTunes, that's that's all we that's all we ask. So the uh, the internet was kind to us with uh, some fantastic topics for this week, and I'm very excited to hear some of your reactions. But the the thing I want to start open with is uh, there's a trailer for a documentary. It's I Am Heath Ledger. Um, if you're familiar with some of these Spike originals, there was the I Am Chris Farley uh, one as well, which was I do I still have a hard time watching that. But uh, the Heath Ledger one looks like it's going to be such a different uh, take and such a different way of telling a story because apparently Heath Ledger always had a, a camera or a camcorder or just some way to capture a moment and and to to be present with with the camera. So it's going to be a lot of footage of him and a lot of, of behind the scenes and really getting to understand the man. Uh, so I'm really curious to hear what you guys think about this trailer and, and what this documentary is going to turn into. The trailer was good. Um, I, I just, uh, obviously it's a spike thing. Um, and you're, you're making a, a documentary about a guy that, that obviously died too young and everybody loved, but I feel like from the trailer, I'm getting all of Keith Ledger sort of at the beginning of his career and none of it around the time of his death. And that's what concerns me is that I don't feel like I'm going to hear anything about the downward spiral, which, you know, you, you made, you know, you, you mentioned the Chris Farley thing and that man, that whole thing was about his downward spiral and it was very informative and made you feel for the, for the guy and, and the people that loved him. Heath Ledger, the Heath Ledger trailer, it's clear people love him, right? His smile's infectious and he's an artist. You could look, you just take one look. He's a guy, that's a guy I want to hang out with, right? But that's great. I just don't understand why he died. And if this thing doesn't give me any inclination, right? I'm I'm not, it's not, I'm not going to be happy about it. The trailer was great. So is it a matter of fact that his downward spiral wasn't documented? And how quick did that happen? Was it the Joker character that put him into that downward spiral and it just wasn't documented? Because he could have found drugs at 27 and died at 28. Right. And, I mean, Farley, his drug abuse was well documented. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. And look, my, my, my issue isn't with the source material. Like, I, I want to know more about Heath Ledger. I'm – I. Tons of of admiration for him as an actor, and and I mean, just not a role he's done that I haven't loved. So it's more about I feel like everything about Heath Ledger is just everything, and you know, like this documentary is showing, like we seem to know a lot about him coming up, but then once he achieves stardom, we know nothing. 
I'm really interested, uh, actually, Josh, on the, the early stuff. I, I, I don't want, I mean, me, I don't really want to know the, the downward spiral part. I think you're going to hear from people involved in his life that could gather what they could. But the fact was, you know, there was no warning sign. There really, just like Grace said, there was no document. There was no red flags, really, that this was that this was happening. So, But if he always had a camera, there has to be footage. And I and I I want that footage. I don't I don't think I think part of your downward spiral is things that interest you no longer do, and maybe holding a camera and documenting what to you is a dark time in your life is is a good reason not to have a camera. Did you notice during the trailer? I don't think they show any of the Joker. Any of that? They character. don't. They don't. Okay. It's not. It's not that up to date. That's my problem with it. It looks like I'm gonna watch it for sure, but. I don't think it's going to tell me what I want to know. Yeah, I agree. If it's all bubblegum, I'm, I'm not interested. If it's 10 things I hate about you, I just, it's not going to hold my interest. Hey, 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 don't you ever badmouth 10 things I hate about I, you. I, I really <laughs> enjoy ever. the movie. I'm not badmouthing the and, movie. And it's certainly not Heath Ledger's role. I mean, that was it. Like, that was where, that was the movie. That, that was I the movie. If, if going it wasn't for forward, everything, everywhere I see your name, I'm watching. You know why? Because you're awesome. Yeah, but it right? was a and that was, bubblegum movie. You're a bubblegum movie. I love the movie. I'm amazing. not down. It's coming of age. And it was Shakespeare. <laughs> it was Taming of the Shrew. <laughs> Look at dude. Not even not I even mean, loosely. It was and, Taming and, of the Shrew. And it wasn't like I didn't I didn't do a single tear cry. I did like a full on weepy blubber. Like, Ugly face <laughs> crying. <laughs> Look at what he did. It No. It was amazing. I wasn't down I wasn't bad mouthing the movie. Wasn't mm. I took I it as bad mouth? Look, the movie should have got a goddamn Oscar for, as far as I'm concerned. On you, this podcast, them's fighting words. <laughs> you want a movie we can mock and that we can fight? Freaking Michael Bay has alleged that there are 14 written Transformers movies ready to go. Whenever we need one, we can just throw out a Transformers script and ta-da, we can have 14 more movies. You know that'll mean. 14 more movies in my iTunes collection. Is Mark Wahlberg going to be in all 14 of them? Holy shit, sign me up. You know what they could do? They could get could get me in cheaper than Wahlberg? Channing Tatum? John Cena? Get And The Rock? Holy sweet mother. Are you recasting the Transformers? Give me Transformers movies with John Cena and The Rock. What is Shady Tatum worth in a movie versus Mark Wahlberg now? Like, have they caught up? No. Well, but with Gambit coming out, the... Channing Tatum, sure, 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 but up. he's not like has he crested twenty million? I think he will with Gambit because I think, think so? they're very similar in the fact that they both do comedy really well and they do action very well. well yeah, wait, what Channing was Magic Tatum Mike? Still, what did Magic Mike? That yeah, Channing I mean, you Tatum don't is still he's still a pretty he's still a pretty young man, right? It, yes. Like Mark Wahlberg is has passed that right. Um, but Mark, Mark Wahlberg's Wahlberg, interest right now is to make disaster movies, right? But see, here's the thing: Channing Tatum can't play the father of a teenager true he can't do it but he right? would be so, the guy in the army that's all he would do that's well but, no. which is gi joe See, he, which is what he is in gi joe jo- yeah, but he can't do he can't be duke again and he can't be josh dumel in transformers right so that's he would either have to be the mark Wahlberg character or like i said you, you scrap channing tatum and you use john cena i'll watch a john cena transformers movie absolutely like john cena could do that he could do that absolutely he could do that Give me but right now. Give me all fourteen right now. I, right, find a find a cute, quirky young kid. Re reboot Sam Witwicky. Fine, all fine. 
Give me more Transformer movies. So what would it cost to make all 14 back to back? I don't know how I don't know how much dynamite is, so that kind of blows off my whole It will it will cost approximately one tenth of what they make. (laughs) Figure that math out and apply it in perpetuity. Because that look, Transformer movies are gold, right? They may be shitty, but you're still watching them. Because yeah. they're entertaining as yep. hell. And in syndication, you know, on, on network. Yeah, they're on TBS every weekend. Forever. Transformers all the time because you can sit your kids in front of it and know there's not going to be any profanity, but it's live action. Go nuts. So you think there's a need for 14 more? Dude, I think there's a need for 1,400 more. Can we have <laughs> oh more God. Transformers? <laughs> like, give me I – think, I think everybody should be making – I think every studio – should have an obligation to make one Transformers movie uh, every two weeks. <laughs> you just turn them out that quickly. Turn them out. Turn them out. I don't think they have pretend land like to they're American that. horror stories. Just make a new one every six Go seconds. Go big. Go big. But and, and, all right, all right. How all do you right. deal so with the being, explosions? All right, fair enough. I was being ridiculous. Not every two weeks. Like if they could do it every like quarter, that would be fine. Once a quarter, every studio. Turns out a transformer. I'll, the I'll, sick I'll part is it would make money, and you're right, and that's. I'll buy them for nine ninety nine on iTunes every single time. But you're not going to the theater to see them. Well, probably unless they have Mark Wahlberg, right? But if, at that rate, you're not going to get. So hold on, hold on. I have a question. Let's go back here. Why can't we make it a show? Why can't we make it a twelve episode show? Hashtag mm-hmm. Michael Bay. It wouldn't. Yeah, you wouldn't get Michael Bay. Why not? It wouldn't be as big. It wouldn't be as big. Right, which is why it and can't it, happen. And if, you, if you say you're going to make a Transformers television show, people are going to be like, okay, I hope you're animating that and bringing that's that gonna, back. And then you're, you're in this, oh, well, it doesn't measure up to the animated series before. And then we right. all just. Obviously, all this is hyperbole, right? But as as often as they want to release a Transformers movie, I'm interested in purchasing. I, I can't believe that. Amazon. Fan they got money. They, they just need to hire Michael Day, Michael Bay. Bring him on staff. Yeah. Amazon. Michael can, Bay's cheap. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, speaking of, of movies, though, that we could just make a million of and I'd be OK with uh, uh, last week during CinemaCon, uh, we got confirmation on uh, Kingsman, the Golden Circle. Yeah, man. That apparently resurrects Colin Firth's character and welcomes Channing Tatum, sir, to the cast of Kingsman. Uh, as long as a whole bunch. I, I don't know how you resurrect Colin Firth's character from that movie. But sh- sure, absolutely. I don't care. I don't. Whatever you want to write, write it. Whatever mystery mission he's he invented, got shot do in it. the head. Right? Uh, it wasn't. It wasn't subtle. Yeah. Uh, so I'm quite okay with. with I have with concerns. Him back. What are your concerns? This movie's fantastic. Shut up and take my money. Uh, and Jeff, you now you see me Jeff too. Bridges. Now you oh, see yeah, me oh, too. Okay, hold on. Julian so Moore, Jeff Julian? Bridges, Elton John, Halle Berry, and Channing Tatum. Now you see me too. Which Elton John? Like what? Gimme. And you know what? Now You See Me Too was fucking fantastic. So give me I this loved, too. I disagree. I love Now You See Me Too. Now You See Me Too was awesome. Yeah, make more of those movies too. Yeah. I didn't expect anything of Now You See Me. I thought it was going to be terrible and it was awesome. And I didn't expect anything of The Kingsman. And it was probably the best movie I saw that year. But I didn't like the second Now You See Me. I didn't. Well, that's crazy talk. First and foremost, that's crazy. I'm talk, a crazy but- person. But next, like this, there's like good star power, but there's not like a lot of big star power. So this is good. And the first one, the story, you know, I think took us in a direction we weren't expecting, Mm -hmm. which was good. 
Uh, I think there'll be more of that. I think they're very creative. Resurrect, maybe, but maybe not. I, like, I don't, I, I don't, I don't care how it happens. Just, just, yeah, give me something. This was whatever. excellent. The first one was excellent. Like, Colin Firth doing the action thing, I'm behind. Yeah. This is good. I like this. And it's going to be coming out September 29th of this year, guys. It's happening like just a few months. You're going to have Kingsman 2. You really think I this is going like to be good the, without Valentine? What, what do you mean? You mean Sam Jackson? Yeah. What do they need him for? They get another villain. His character was so perfect, though. No, no, no. You need to think of this. You need to think of this like Mission Impossible. Yes. This is, you get a different villain every time. This is Mission Impossible, and it's fantastic. I want to be wrong. I've never wanted to be so wrong no, about you, a movie. No, you can be and are wrong. I hope I am. I really do. See, what I like about nuances of movies, right, is that we can distinguish what's a good movie, what's a bad movie with this detail. But you know what you can't do anymore? Do any of this nuancing on Netflix. Because it's either you love it or you hate it. This is what I fucking hate. And and as look, I've openly stated, openly stated, I am absolutely a polarizing individual. I I don't ever want anybody to be me about me. Like right. love me, hate me, fine either way, right? This thumbs up, thumbs down shit, I'm pretty sure I'm on record a few episodes ago saying it gives me agita. Like I get super anxiety about definitively saying I love or hate this thing because it's subjective, isn't it? We're all subject to our own moods and and whatnot. And there's some days where I'm like, you know what I want to do? I want to listen to the Hamilton soundtrack all day today. Right. And there's some days where I'm like, I load up the chronic and I drive. I, I have a question for you specifically. You're you're an avid Amazon user, correct? Oh yeah. Okay. Do you read reviews on Amazon? Uh I look at stars if I'm choosing between products. Okay. And if you're reading maybe the review, read reviews, yes. Do you read the three or the two or the four? No, you read the ones and you read the fives. Uh, I, I, I read love the reading the threes. Really? I read the threes. Absolutely. Yeah, Every I, single product. I want to know if I want to know if they're overreacting. Or if it's uh, like yeah. the product, that's the problem. I read the threes because they tell me like I got this and I liked it, but this thing I didn't like. Yeah. And so what I find are common threads, right? Like I'm going to buy this. You know what? The the last place that I did was I was comparing uh, coffee grinders. I was looking for a good uh, burr grinder, but an automated one. And so I was comparing like seven different ones. Right. And the ones that gave me problems with consistency or grind size, things like that, I just, and you won't get those on the fives or the ones. You'll get, right. this was fantastic, or I fucking hate it. It doesn't work. There's nothing. That's all you get. Yeah. But in the threes, you get all that detail. Well, it's so good. I read the one stars more for comic relief. Like, you're an well, idiot. Well, sure. You the one yeah. stars, oh, yeah. right. Yeah. The one stars are but like, that's you what know the what? Thumbs down it is, came right? and I opened the box and a gerbil came out and it went up my nose <laughs> and it crawled down my throat and then I shit it out and then it crawled out of the toilet. Yeah. Like, this banana that's, slicer that's, broke up my family and caused me to get a divorce. Like, right, that's the kind of stuff right, you like. Yeah, right. Yeah. This fleshlight ate me <laughs> is, is what you hear. Wait, was that review on YouTube Red? Could you please not read my reviews for products? It was on, okay. it was on, it was on the air, Red Tube. I just find it annoying. It was on Red Tube, and there was a lot of hope in there. <laughs> and, and that's where it came from. Anyway, but, but there's movies where just like, listen, I sat through the whole movie, right? I watched it. Okay, I didn't turn it off in the middle of it. I wouldn't watch it again, and I don't want to see other movies like it 
So that's the thumbs down. Do I give it a thumbs down? That's my question. Do You're I thumbs down? You're killing me because you just. But the thing is, you said other. I don't want to watch other movies like it. Right. I liked okay. this movie. This movie was a movie. I could sit through it. It was. I watched it, but I would okay. not be like, oh, please show me more of this. Other movies like it. Let now, let me give you this example. Right. So the movie, the last Boy Scout. What do you think of The Last Boy Scout? It's a good movie, but again, I'm terrified of the gate that would open if I give it a thumbs up. And that's kind of – so that's my point, right? I love The Last Boy Scout. I will watch it. Like if it pops up on my Netflix thing, I go, oh, shit, The Last Boy Scout. It's been a long time since I watched that. That doesn't mean I like every Steven Seagal movie. Correct. Right? It Okay, but it doesn't mean – here's the thing. If I thumbs down The Last Boy Scout – I may never see it again. You'll never, yeah. We'll never I, I mean, I may literally yep. never see it again. Yep. And and I I can't I can't live with that choice. Correct. So I I, I'm it. against the thumbs up thumbs down system with Netflix. I'm just trying to understand their logic behind you it. You have to be as crazy as people like CJ and myself. You have hold, to be. Hold on, I have to ask a question though. What's the last mediocre movie you saw? Um, Ghost in the Shell. Okay. If I asked you, CJ, CJ, should I watch Sorry, this guys. movie? What would you say? Uh no, okay. I don't think you should. So that's a thumbs down. But what oh. would you give it? Whoa, 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 whoa. No, no, no. Slow Craig, your you shouldn't watch that movie. But Brian should watch that movie. Okay. And and I may want to watch something like it. And and Josh would want to know. Listen, you may enjoy a section of this, but I think you would rather enjoy a movie that has a similarity to it rather than the actual film. There's nuance within film. Like, did you, Craig? Did you see Olympus Has Fallen? I did not. Oh, uh, okay. All right. Uh, f- really. It's a great yeah. movie. Oh, it is a great movie. So Olympus, Olympus has fallen is a great movie, right? Okay. And and then London has fallen. I liked it. It was god awful. Oh, I liked it. I will never watch London has fallen again. But I I will watch Olympus has fallen. I know what you're talking about. Yes, I did want to see that movie. And then when I saw the trailer for London has fallen, I'm like, fuck, that looks awful. Right. There are people that will absolutely thumbs down. Star Wars Episode One. Yeah, me. I would. Totally, I gotta tell I you, totally thumbs down it. If you're not recommending movies like Star Wars Episode One, you know what's not showing up in my feed? Any, Any other, other Star, Star Wars. Wars movie, and probably even Star Trek at that moment. Right, too. That's a problem. Oh man, with the Star. I'm sorry. I have to. We're done with this topic now. <laughs> the Star Trek, the the uh, the the bad lip reading by Mark Hamill. Oh yes, and and you have you have. Yeah, you have Adam Driver doing doing the, the he goes, I'm a Vulcan, right? Yeah. It's, uh, Han Solo is a, that's a whole different thing, <laughs> dude. I I was losing my shit. If you haven't seen this, everyone needs to go watch the bad lip reading of of the Force Awakens done by Mark Hamill and lose your you will not be able to look you'll have to knock on your neighbor's door and is uh, have you seen my shit i lost my shit <laughs> i'm i'm is trying to locate it i'm, I'm I'll, attempting I'll to have locate it in the my show shit notes for you don't worry right about it right now i watched i showed it to christian he lost his shit couldn't find it for an hour he's a young guy to be losing his shit lost his shit <sighs> lost it complete but his his he kept repeating about the kissy bits in the middle there. Like the, the guy, oh my God. It was so good. It was so good. Joshua Burns, we have talked extensively on this podcast about the wonderful British series, Doctor Who. Oh, yes. 
but we've had a conundrum of how do I stream who, uh, how do I, how do I get started? And then all this back catalog that I have, I later want to explore after I'm current on the, on the current series. Sure. What do I do? There's an answer now. Classic Doctor Who, right? All 26 seasons of Classic Who, except for a couple of the lost episodes because the BBC doesn't know how to keep an archive, are now on a new streaming service called BritBox, which not only gives you Doctor Who, it gives you a whole bunch of BBC and uh, ITV content, and it is uh, fantastically low-priced at $7 a month. Old Top Gear. Is Old Top Gear there? Old Top Gear should be on there. Because I was not interested, and then you said Old BBC, and I'm like, ooh, I love Old Top Gear. I am looking for you right now. If it's not there, this sucks. <laughs> for 7 bucks a month, the, the back catalog for Doctor Who, if I was going to watch it, seems reasonable. But the all like the old BBC programming, a lot of that is good. I I don't often go back and watch old Doctor Who uh, because it's so like it's I, so. Candid. I mean, I can't. If you're a Whovian and you've watched New Who, you haven't seen any of the classic stuff. Go explore Tom Baker as the Fourth Doctor. He's. I mean, you'll see such influence of him with other Doctors, um, and and he's a great way to meet Sarah Jane Smith. For the first time, and it, it, it seriously, you need to watch Tom Baker as the fourth doctor. It's totally dope. fair, totally fair statement. I agree. And when I do go back, it's it's Tom Baker that I watch. Well, like the the seventh and the the sixth doctor are really good good too. I mean, there's there's other good old doctors, and I'm not saying you should watch their entire arc, but I mean, you should at least pepper in the the first time that the Cybermen are are unleashed upon you, or the first time that you see um uh, um a Dalek, and and just really kind of get some of these these old episodes under your belt yeah I, I i agree it's worth it's worth a weekend that you've got nothing better to do absolutely craig i'm looking right and i'm not seeing top gear uh, but i'm checking one more spot craig yes i don't think top gear's on this man it's bbc's most popular show it's hold on at one point top gear was the most watched show in the yes. world not the most yes. watched car show in the world the most watched show in the world. And I think the BBC wants you to watch the BBC and not license out that that program to a third party. Because this is not run by the BBC. This is a third party collecting as, as much data as they can. And British television being public and blah, 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 blah. And there's probably a whole bunch of laws and shit about how you can do this. But – Listen, for $7 a month, get get yourself caught up with some old British TV. It, it's good to have things like uh, great comedy moments uh, from uh, page to screen and some old classic Doctor Who. So, I mean, there's enough in there uh, to, to get a good value out of it, even just for maybe a few months. I'm not saying you keep it forever. But uh, try it out and see what you, can, what you can get out of it. Now, even though Brian isn't here right now, I still feel his presence. Sure. Cause, cause, because I think it's time for our favorite segment – in memoriam of Brian not being here, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Cape Talk. Cape Talk! If you are following Hey Did You See, our other podcast, we are currently talking about Iron Fist right now. And on this podcast, we talked about Daredevil, Jessica Jones, we talked about uh, Luke, Cage, Luke Cage. But we are finally getting some confirmation, we're getting some information on the Defenders. The culmination of their entire Netflix uh Marvel Universe, uh, and we have a very unique trailer which had the release date hidden very well. Josh, can you kind of just walk me through what the heck this trailer was? Well, you just you have uh, 
the defenders in an elevator and you have Jessica Jones destroy the security camera in the elevator. My favorite bit about this is that Matt Murdock, Daredevil, is wearing a suit. And a mask. And, and just like a rag over his head pulled over as a mask. Not even the old like vigilante mask it looks like. It looks like just a spare t-shirt. It was totally improvised. And, yeah. uh, and Finn Jones is also just looking like he is not having any of this. Like, what the hell did I get myself dragged into? I've decided as spite for Brian, I'm going to watch uh, Luke Cage next. Going to go oh, out of order. That's a mistake. That is a mistake. You're doing everything wrong. You need to watch Daredevil season one first. Right? And then, and then. Can I watch Daredevil watch... season two first? No. Smack him. <laughs> smack him Daredevil right season dick. one, then Jessica Jones. Okay. Then you can watch Luke Cage and then, or Daredevil season two. Either way is fine. Daredevil season one, Jessica Jones. Daredevil season two, then Luke Cage. So I made yes. the commitment after watching Iron Fist, I am going to watch all these shows. I just, I'm more interested in Luke Cage based on your recommendation. I get it, but I was just talking about the music. Yeah, the, music not, the music is great, but the show. It is show. not nearly as good a show as Daredevil. Yeah. Like, uh, there, are, there are shows on HBO that aren't as good as Daredevil. Really? Yes. Yes. Really? Yes. Yes, All right. Daredevil is fantastic. For I like from and not for me. It, it wasn't episode one, but it was shortly after that. For Brian and CJ, maybe it was episode one. It, it wasn't that. It was That's episode but, one, but it it was it was great from the beginning. But it it went from great to legendary like fast. That good, huh? It was Seriously. as good as House of Cards. It yep. was. Just, you know what I mean? Like it was just it left you wanting more. Think about House of Cards season one. It's look, man, I look forward to that. Obviously, I binge watch it, right? But like I look forward to that coming back like Game of Thrones. So hold on. Like, if I was to stop this podcast right now, walk downstairs, put on Daredevil. I wouldn't be angry. Obviously, I haven't finished Iron Fist. You'd be fine. Okay. Yeah, you'd be fine. All right. Absolutely fine. I've watched Daredevil seasons one and two because I can't watch ahead on Iron Fist. Okay. I'm, I, I also completed Jessica Jones and I'm about to start Luke Cage. All right, I'm going to do it. You got you have to do it. Look, this Netflix has done an amazing job, right? Overall with this with this universe. And it makes sense to me that they've got a flagship and then they've got all these supporting shows. Daredevil is clearly the draw, but Daredevil is also really good. Like he's a decent team player. Even though even though he's you know, very much uh a a a quiet you know quiet person like Matt Murdock always has a surrounding cast as you would expect a blind person to have, which is the reason he keeps getting away with being Daredevil. Right? You need a flagship, and Daredevil is as good a flagship show as any network could have. So I have another question. Then I'm not a superhero guy. I'm not a comic guy. Cape talk. I was like, eh, whatever. I'm here, but. Super universe world is Netflix doing it the best. Yeah, because they're rooting it in reality, right? They're they're really taking it as like, listen, this is in a small, you know, section of New York. It's not the whole world. It's it's just a small area. A bunch of stuff is happening, but it's rooted in reality. It's it's not crazy far fetched. There's no one from another dimension. I mean, like it's because there's what three superhero universes happening right now with. DC, Marvel, like with the movies. 
and then this. There's, there's more than that. Sadly, okay. it's, but, but it's, yes. it's all very separate. You don't want to get into how. So I yes, I, I like I will take the the Marvel the Marvel Cinematic Universe is amazing. So there's no like I, I'm not I'm not ever going to put this up there with that because it's not. But as an extension of it, it works really, really well. Like they mention the incident, the big green guy, things like that in the Netflix universe without ever having any actual crossover and it works so well and craig in your case too not even seeing some of those movies you're not missing out on anything you're not an outsider on it so you're you're perfectly fine to do that and we learned that the defenders right is going to be out and available on netflix in its entirety on august 18th of 2017 and that was actually revealed on the timestamp on the far right hand corner it's of awesome. the of the that's trailer. pretty cool trailer was great trailer was great and man i mean we're talking about we're talking about like four months dude like yeah, it's coming up solid that's solid yeah but that gives me four months to get through all of them i'm you're gonna be fine, halfway man. through iron fist but i, I like mean, when that's thing, happening first thing uh, i gotta say is you were one of our early listeners so I kind of feel like this is your own fucking fault. Like <laughs> you've had two fucking years to figure this yeah, shit out. Yeah, but I've out. always been kind of two years, brother. I've always like, been I, not I, a I comic remember, guy. I remember a couple years ago sitting at a bar, drinking some beers with you, just having a conversation. First time you and I met, and it was really, really, it was just like, like honestly, listener, uh, Craig and I bonded over hoity-toity beer and a cheese plate i shit you not that's how it happened and we talked about food for two hours he was a listener and we talked about food and beer and bullshit you had two years brother to figure this shit out and you didn't and it's on you yeah yeah i assume responsibility so the next four months you gotta get caught up so you have until the you have until mid-august yeah, but i'm never gonna get caught up on the movies i've never watched Dude, the movies plenty of time Plenty but the shows on I Netflix, can, I, can blow through, I can blow through a series in a week. Yeah, this series, the shows on Netflix, but the movies, I'm never going to catch no, up. No, no, Listen, no, you don't, don't need the movies. movies. We don't need totally, the movies. Totally I know, separate. but I'm saying it. as a listener, I'm never going to watch those movies. I'm committed to the Netflix series. Though, don't that care. World. You don't need to know the movies to know. I think that's matters. a ridiculous position to take, but okay. All right. I mean, I'll bite. You're you're into you're into the Netflix thing. Stick to the Netflix thing. Fine. But that's ridiculous. Look, I still never seen Star Wars. That's ridiculous. I get it. I you need to never say that out loud. I, I thought we had an agreement. That there would be. Uh, I just you wouldn't like, say you wouldn't say that combination of words in a sentence. I just love your period, reaction right? every time I say it. Well, it's I can't because it's the either I talk nonstop and berate you or I will vomit. I'm always curious of the result, though. That's why I say it's it. like it's like saying, oh, I hate bacon. Sorry. You'll just. I'll never, I'll never eat bacon. Yeah, I, yeah. I like turkey bacon rather than a pork. Bacon. You know, you know, you know, Craig. The worst possible steak you can ever eat is a tomahawk steak. Yeah, that's just what. Who would want that? I know you're dying inside a little, which is what <laughs> happens every time you badmouth Star Wars by saying Wait, you haven't seen. it. Hold on, I've never. That's the same Star thing. Wars. No, not seeing it is bad mouthing it. Yes, confirmed. Okay, one hundred percent. So the fact that you two bonded for two hours over cheese and beer has led me to our next topic. I like to scour the internet, just find some random things and get the tech perspective on it. And with Craig, I figured we'd take it uh, to the next level and include a little uh, little alcohol in the mix as well. There are people waiting hours to get into a Super Mario-themed bar. 
It is a pop-up bar uh, that is actually going to be still up and running until April 15th. So just, just a few more days, listener. Uh, but it is the uh, Cherry Blossom pub that has transformed itself into a Super Mario bar. What, what do you guys think about this? I mean, do they have Tito's? Yeah, but you don't have to wait three hours to get Tito's. This is a stupid fucking idea. It's awful. <laughs> it's a fucking gimmick. And you know what? I'm all for gimmicks when it involves alcohol because it sells beer. Most craft beer revolves around a gimmick. This is just fucking stupid that people lined up to get into this. It's dumb. I I think it's about I think it's about the like the nostalgia, the Super Mario, and if it's you know cool and there's Super Mario shit around and it's whatever, like okay, yeah. But I'm not waiting it. three like, hours to get in. If it was no, a bar man, that I could just walk just, in and have a beer, no, sure, cool, I, why I not? Just, yeah, I just right, I just want to drink. You know, that's why I'm at a bar. Otherwise, I wouldn't be here. Yeah, right? but but I'm not waiting in line to get but into as a bar. A theme, it's cool. Like when I I read when I first read the thing about a Super Mario bar, I thought that'd be a cool place. Like a dive bar type of deal, right? But then you said it's a pop up, and I'm like, ugh, that's awful. Yeah, no, that's an awful idea, right? If it were like just some dive bar, like a a corner of an alley buried some way, somewhere, <laughs> you have to take a mushroom to get in. Like, that's, that's, like, like, now, you're, walking, now I'm in. If I'm walking, if I'm walking around San Francisco and I dart down an alley, and in the back of the alley, and I darted down there because I thought I saw some flashing lights, and I go down there, and it's it turns out to be the Super Mario bar. Like I'm hanging out, right? Because that's going to be a cool spot. But like as a pop up where people chase it around. And it's got like a Twitter feed. I don't have any interest in that. No. And the fact that there's a line to get in, just oh, I'm certainly you, not standing you, in line. You know, Brian and I, if this opened up right by us, would just be sitting in line like idiots to pay nine dollars to get a stupid Mario drink. Like you know what's happening? No, you can't buy. No, no, don't buy the Mario cocktails, man. Jesus. Oh yes. Oh no, I'm getting. No, oh, they're I'm nothing but spe- mixers. It's a, it's an ounce and a half of booze and a bunch of mixers. Yep, Stop. I'm, I'm Stop going. It. You are the Stop reason it. this keeps happening. There will be more right. pop-ups because of you and Brian. Because you know that I'm going to brag to somebody that I got the drink called It's a Me, a Mario. Like, He's got to have me. the Princess Peach Martini right uh, now. It's, yeah. And I got to get a press, uh, press start A. And it's a Bloody it's Mary with a fancy name. None of this is okay. A shitty Bloody Mary with a different name. That's what it like, is. Like, I'm okay with the concept as a dive bar. Yeah, if you open a bar and you committed to this for life, like this was yep. your concept of a bar and you just opened with it, awesome. Good job. I, I love it. And you know what? I think if you were in Seattle, if you were in Cleveland, if you were in, what, Orlando type of deal, right, you'd probably do pretty well. But, like, you can't do a pop up and get anybody's respect. I don't think you can. Like not not this way. I don't know what to tell you. This is this is something I would totally go to. I'm sorry. That's crazy. I'm the reason. I'm the reason America is like, on the downward spiral. You would go, but look, if you you would go to it, but if you lived in the neighborhood where they pop up, how happy are you that they're there? No, and even more, think about the guy that this is his normal watering hole. And this is where he likes to go and drink and have a Ugh. and then all of a sudden the owners are like, you know what? I'm going to turn this into a pop up. And now I've got to wait three hours to get into my oh, I'm never going back. So pissed off. Never going back. When it's over, I'm like, fuck that place. It's I'm never going back. I'm finding a new place to drink that will not turn into a pop up. Yeah, oh, man. Nerds like, just ruining everything. 
when I was when I was a kid, you know, living in an apartment, there was that neighborhood bar, right? If that happened there and I couldn't get my shot in a beer in a timely manner, yeah. like I'd be angry, super angry. And Craig's right. I'd find a different neighborhood bar and in, in places that could handle and a pop-up. Before like that, I even sat down at the bar, that's gonna happen. I would find the owner and say, Would you ever turn this into a pop-up? And if he said, what's a pop-up? I said, all right, cool. I'm sitting down and having a drink. <laughs> that would be the, the latency test if he didn't know what a pop-up was. Well, the other thing I would love to, to hear your perspective on, gentlemen, is a, uh, a lovely smartwatch that came onto the, uh, the Kickstarter market. Now, listen, if, if you've listened to the show, right, you know that I am a Pebble user currently, actually. Unfortunately, yeah. Uh, love, love, love my Pebble. And then I had an Apple Watch for 13 days and returned it and went back to my Pebble. And Josh's rebuttal to, hey, would you ever consider a Pebble is, oh, I'm sorry, is it an Apple Watch? Uh, to which the answer is no. And Josh says, if it's not an Apple Watch, I don't care. I don't look. I don't even care about smartwatch, right? It works on iOS. That's what I care about. I don't care about it integrating into something else. Does it? Does it have like like Watch OS? Does it? Is it? Does it work hand in hand with iOS, Mac OS? No, I don't want it. So you know that I have a soft spot for for gadgets that are like this, right? You sure do. But along comes. But that doesn't a, make you a, a better person. That along comes a product called the Game Band, which is the first smartwatch for gamers. And the Kickstarter lover in me, the nerd who likes the offset gadgets, is sitting at this going, "What in the actual fuck are you doing?" This uh, smartwatch is loaded with uh, basically a small emulator that you can plug into a computer to play games on your computer because you've connected it to your watch. Fucking wait, retarded. Hold, wait, 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 slow down. The the watch has... Don't try to understand. Games. It's dumb. has many games built into the, the face, right? So you're sitting there on the subway. You're sitting there on the train. You're playing Pawn, right? You're playing a... Um, hold on. You're playing some Atari games, right? You're, you're playing some mini games, essentially. But then you get to your, your computer and you're like, hey, you know what would be great? Instead of playing a really good video game that's brand new and that I, you know, a lot of other people are playing, I should plug my watch into the computer and use it to play Tempest 2000. Uh, how would you play the game on your MacBook? I see them plugging it in to the MacBook. It's a jump drive with a file, essentially. No, yep. I, and, and, that's, and that's cool. Um, but like, how do I play them? You have to download a third-party software onto your Mac that reads. Uh, so you could have just downloaded the emulator. Thank you. Or gone to a website that has it for free that you can play in a browser and not have to spend stupidest. hundreds of on a watch. I don't like this at all. Like, right. I, this was good technology in 2001. I award them no points, and may God have mercy on their souls. In 2001, this would have sold. Holy shit. Like the, there's, I swear to God, I'm looking at the... I'm looking at some propaganda ad that says this is the most powerful smartwatch on the market. Final week. And it has, I swear to God, it has three logos, Game Band, Atari, and then Terraria. I'll say this. Up until a few months ago, I had no idea what Terraria was. But my son at a local game store traded in some games. Oh, Terraria. 
I swear to God, I call it diarrhea, and it drives him crazy. <laughs> I just, are you playing diarrhea? Terraria. I have no idea what that means. It sounds like diarrhea, and that's what I'm going to call it. That's the brand they chose for their ad is my point. Mm -hmm. What the hell is this product? So this uh, this smartwatch has inside of it a uh, a qual. So it's a decent. It's a Qualcomm. A Qualcomm yeah. Snapdragon Wear uh, twenty one hundred. Decent Snapdragon processor. Yeah. Five hundred and twelve megabytes of RAM. Right. All good. Yes. Great. It's got accelerometer. It's got Wi Fi. A four hundred milliamp battery. A micro sure. SD card slot and USB C mm -hmm. on it. It can get your push notifications. It can play your music, right, with the expandable SD drive. It feels like Nokia built it. <laughs> it looks like Nokia right? built because it, Right, because its hardware is so so far ahead of everything else, and its software is such dog shit. The bottom line is this. The target market that this is going after is gamers. And if gamers want to play a game, right, they don't want to do it on their watch, right? They have a portable handheld game system. And then if they if they're home, they're not plugging their watch into a computer to play an emulator. They're playing PlayStation. They're playing a console. They're playing PC gaming. They're they're playing things on a real system. They're not playing on a watch. I'm sorry, you tried so hard there, Game Band. It's 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 not gonna happen. I'm so sorry. You're no foldy mate. All right, you're no foldy mate. Get out of here. You're don't, just you're, don't, you're don't making, invoke you're, the foldy mate name. You trashed it. Brian would be upset with you for even invoking the name. There are no fidget cube, which I also railed against as being stupid and then everyone bought. As a matter of fact, we're going to give away a fidget cube, yeah? Yes, we so are. We, we, need, we need listeners to tell us why they're, word, word, wordy, <laughs> why they're worthy of a fidget cube. And, and if look, if you needed motivation, let me just for a moment demonstrate. Yep, that's the super satisfying clicking. Wait, there's also this turny dial. It, it, we don't need that. Let him go. Let it let it happen. It turns. There's other clickies. There's spinnies. There's a little like safe cracker thing and like a rolly ball. Look, tell me why you're worthy of a fidget cube. Josh, I heard the fidget cube. The build quality not so good. What do you think? Uh false spectacular knock off fidget cubes they're calling themselves fidget cubes they are not fidget cubes and their build quality is dog shit. so this this is going to be an official fidget cube that you're winning this is one that was from the kickstarter edition this is a 100 legit fidget cube that josh is giving away to a worthy that kind of nerd listener so go to that kind of nerd.com you will see a, a banner there for our Fidget Cube contest, but you can also go on social media and tell us why you are worthy of a Fidget Cube. A bunch of random things happening online again, and apparently, I, I didn't even know this was still in, like an issue. I don't know why this is an issue with anybody. Ask.com, apparently, was leaking all their searches. Apparently, there was a problem with their, their whole program, and they were leaking their server log so everyone could see what you're searching. Let me ask a very important question. Who in the hell is still using ask.com? I actually thought it was a spoof site that only appeared on Reddit just to make me laugh. Like, I didn't know. So what, like 12 internet users were affected by this? <laughs> I think that is 11 too high. Oh, that's excellent. And we're done with ask. Which you should have been. Bottom line. Thank you for playing the game, ask.com. We're out. Time for you to get down. But you know what? When it comes to random searches, Josh, ask.com just doesn't have the, the marker 
cornered, all right? You came across a post on the Chive that has kind of like the ridiculous and the most random items that are popular by state. There was a – yeah, I thought it was super random. Uh, and, and I like that they collect the data because I think it's fun sometimes – you know, when you're in Google and you start typing a couple words and then it right fills it in Auto for you. Auto-completes for you, yeah. Auto-complete, not quite this. This is what people searched on purpose. Mm-hmm. Okay? So, guys, you, you both looked at this list, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, I, I will tell you that just like – at at first at first glance, right? There's sometimes words just jump out mm-hmm. up to your face, yeah. Right? Like, why would anyone? Why would anyone ever uh, Google onion goggles? Did you not find it very very stereotypical? I found it accurate based on stereotypical information, but sometimes I mean, stereotypes guess, are based on truth. I guess based on the state, I guess I could infer some some stereotypical types like of like stuff. Texas has Daisy Duke shorts. Like, uh, come on, of course people in Texas are. Let's look at that. states below the Mason Mason Dixon line and look at the redneck things being searched. Yeah, but look out look uh, out west. I don't know, man. Look uh, at Nebraska. You got jorts, you know. Other other than camo wedding dress in Georgia, I, I didn't have any one. I didn't have any problem with what was searched in Georgia, right? So and like I mean below the Mason Dixon line, if you're thinking stereotypical, Mississippi, right? Apple Watch, shake weight, hoverboard. Right? Those are Yeah. So I'm curious What's the first thing you guys do when you see a list like that? Do you go to your state? Yes, always. Yeah. First thing I do is go to my state. The next thing I think is, what do I search the most and where should I be living? And then I put in what I normally you know, have a query for. I will tell you that, that I always do that, right? But when I did that on this list, I immediately went, mesh shirt? What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> Pennsylvania mess. Like, shirt. are are you are you the younger brother from Fifty First Dates? Like, what are you doing with a mesh shirt? Who is looking for a mesh shirt in Pennsylvania? What a, Basics, what? bro. Basics. That's what I want to know, right? Who on earth is doing that? And then obviously, I go to places I frequent. But like the fact that New Jersey is still searching for starter jackets. Is a awesome. lot of states were searching for starter jackets. Look, dude, I went to I look, I go to PA and then I go to Jersey starter jacket. And, you know, they're looking for that original <laughs> Eagles or New York Giants starter jacket. That's what flyers what jacket want. did you have? That's I didn't have a flyers jacket. All right. CJ, I didn't I, I didn't have a starter's jacket. I had a Washington Redskins starter jacket. I was the third of four boys. I wasn't afforded the luxury of having a starter jacket. He had whatever the guy before him. Okay. Yep. This was solid. I recommend everybody check out the show notes and just go and see what your state is looking for. (laughs) I have a friend who lives in Illinois and I saw that electric wine bottle opener was on there and you know who you are and I know that's you. And uh, I'm very proud. I'm very proud. Now that we've identified the quirky things that people search, right, and just how there's a few maniacs out there, they will never – ever live up to the people who apparently button their shirt from the bottom to the top. I had no idea that this was an issue that needed to be addressed on how do you button a dress shirt. But apparently there's people out there that button from the bottom to the top. 
Well, right, but the article says if you button a dress shirt from top to bottom, you're a crazy person. Right, which to me goes, I read what? that and I went, what, who does that? And immediately. Wait, if it's a polo, if you if you button a polo. No, 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 this isn't talking about polo. Yeah, yeah, like, but this like, because I thought oh, about wait. this long and hard all week. I, I mean, maybe, but this guy, I'm telling you, I read this article. This guy's not talking about polos. He's talking about dress shirts. And I only know one person. And my nine-year-old son <laughs> oh, really? buttons bottom up. And you know what he does every fucking misses day of his a life? Button. Misses a goddamn See, button. I, I brought this up at work. Some Actually, a coworker had presented this to me. And, hey, he turned to the group of us and said, hey, how do you, uh, how do you button a dress shirt? And I'm like, this is a very strange question. To which we all answered top to bottom like a top normal down. person. And one guy was like, oh, no, I do it from the bottom up. Why? Okay, so this is what I asked him. And I said, hey, listen, uh, Dan, his name is Dan. I, I'm going to give you the moment to defend yourself because you're going to get torn to shreds on my podcast. And I'm going to talk about <laughs> So why on earth, all right, do do you do this? And he starts with this. Well, let, let me let me ask you a question. What do you call that kind of shirt? Besides a dress shirt, what's the other name for it? Button down. You call it a button down? Or Oxford, depending. Uh, see, he called it a button up, and he's it's like, not so a button up. He a, Nobody has ever called. No, no, listen. no. Don't ever fucking say <laughs> I'm that shit again. Now. There's not a single person who's ever said, you know what I need? A good button-up shirt. Nobody said that. You know what they say? Guy goes to me, you know what I need? And I'm like, you need to button it the fuck up if you're going to say a button-up shirt. I'm just, I'm, I'm just saying. This Holy is what, shit. This was Hold his on. defense. Hold or, on. I want to bring what up do you call when you, you're calling buttoning up. And no. then his, here's the logic behind his, his approach to this, right? When you start at the top, right, do you, do you button the top button of your dress shirt? Right away when you not when you until start. I need to tie my tie. Not until you need to tie your tie. Right. So you start with the second button. Right. Like I was taught. Like every young man. Was so w- what happens is sometimes you go to this is his logic, not mine. Nobody just for ever the does reflected that. that he uh, sometimes will think he's got the second hole. Nope. Right. And he's nope. got the third. He gets down nope. to the bottom and hey, nope. it's completely it's completely nope. uneven. Nope. So he's saying, hey, this is a way to guarantee that you cannot. Miss a button because you start from the very last button and work your that way up. Only happens bottom to top. This is insane. I can solve this right now, and we can go about <laughs> insanity. And this will bring the insanity and wrap it up in a nice little bow. If you Google button down shirts, you get long sleeve dress shirts. If you Google button up shirts, you get short sleeve button up shirts. And all I can think of is falling down. You mean like polo shirts? No, like falling down. Short sleeve shirt. No, shirts. dude. No, those those aren't. Those are still buttoned down. There's any. Hold oh, on. No, my no, 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 no. Hear me out. Hear me out. Let me finish my thought. If you are willing to wear a short sleeve shirt that's with a tie, you are a psychopath. You're also saying you're willing to murder a bunch of people. And that's why you would button it from the bottom to the top. Because you're a crazy person. Exactly. If you Google button down shirt, they're all long sleeve. There's so the article that that CJ has that's in the show notes it it's actually a pretty it's a pretty well written article but the guy describes he says he says you want to know how to get dressed fine I'll teach everyone right and he says one underpants two socks three button down buttoned from the bottom up he says it's not called a button down because you button it top to bottom. It's called a button down because you button the collar down of the shirt. So don't try any word tricks. This guy's a crazy person. It's bottom line. If you button your shirt from the bottom to the top, 
You're a crazy person. Crazy person. My son does that shit. I don't understand. You need to correct that behavior. <laughs> and you know what I asked? I asked my, my coworker, Dan. I said, Dan, where did you learn to do this? And he goes, oh, I don't, I don't really know. It's just what I've always done. Well, does your dad or a brother or, or a family member, are they the ones who taught you to do it? Do no, I, I can't, really, can't really recall. Don't think so. Just always button a shirt like that. Can, wait, I'm now worried for on. my safety. Can you go worried back for to my him. safety at work. Go back to him and say, look, Dan, tomorrow. I want you to go tomorrow morning when you wake up and you put your shirt on. I want you to go top to bottom and report back. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll ask him. I'll ask him to do that. So last week we talked about the Spider-Man trailer and, and I was very meh, right? And I told you that Christian was all about it. And, and your comment, CJ, was, well, then we need to get him. To give us his opinion about it, right? And I told him that, and his face went wider than I've ever seen it, right? <laughs> right? Like, wait, 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 wait. They want to hear what I have to say? Uh, yes, they want to hear what you have to say. Figure it out, right? Don't don't be stupid about it. Figure it out, right? Gather your thoughts and send CJ a recording. And he, so, he, dude, he wrote it down, and then he typed it out on Laura's MacBook printed it and read it and this was all him like uncoached this my nine-year-old who i couldn't possibly be more proud of recorded this for us and he emailed it if you want to do the same thing to podcast at that kind of nerd.com hey guys it's me christian burns slash josh burns jr i'm going to talk about spider-man homecoming first they make the vulture look way too powerful i mean vulture doesn't have a tech suit secondly hey stark thanks for being totally unreasonable about this suit peter is spider-man the new spider-man is absolutely hilarious if the hero if the superhero thing doesn't work out he should become a comedian can't wait to see it have a happy two-year podcast anniversary. So I'm uh, I'm right on board with him. Stark, you being you being melodramatic, you being completely unreasonable. Give, gave the boy a suit. He's earned it. All right. He was with you. He took down Ant Man. Give him the damn suit. Uh, I always believe that Peter Parker, when he's in that Spider Man outfit, has the wit of a stand up comedian. But I don't know if Peter Parker himself can handle a career that way. When it comes to the vulture and, and that tech suit, uh, I'm going to have to defer to Brian Thornton for next week. Uh, so I will definitely t- ask you to, to tune in to see what uh, Brian says really about how a uh, vulture is. But uh, I would also like to say, Christian, thank you for the well, which is for the two year anniversary as well. It means the world that you would uh, leave us this message. I, I'm proud of your boy. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Craig. I, I I am I am proud of him as well, and uh, he, the kid demonstrates absolutely zero stage fright. As a matter of fact, it's becoming a growing concern that he has zero zero confidence issues whatsoever. <laughs> growing concern for me. <laughs> Last week we announced our upcoming slap bet. The countdown began, and we opened a GoFundMe for a limited edition that kind of nerd slap bet shirt. One of our one of our longtime listeners and. Great friend of the podcast, Brian Roman, with a single donation, sponsored the limited edition slap shirt. In like six hours. Yeah, it was when it, it, obviously we have to thank you for that. So it was, it was awesome, right? We had several, several other listeners reach out to say they wanted to sponsor 
Many more folks contributed iTunes reviews, social media posts, wishing us a happy two-year podcast anniversary, telling us exactly what that kind of nerd means to them. First, thank you all. And, and please, if you haven't reached out yet, we, we still want to hear from you. To those of you who wish to contribute to the SLAP event, I'm now calling it, you'll soon see a GoFundMe that will run until shortly before the event, and our goal is to fund a That Kind of Nerd SLAP party at a restaurant-type establishment leading up to the SLAP and the movie Wreck-It Ralph 2, Ralph Breaks the Internet. So stay tuned for details. Check the site thatkindofnerd.com slash slap. Keep listening and continue to reach out. Thanks again, Brian Roman, for sponsoring the limited edition That Kind of Nerd slap shirt. And everyone, thanks for being the awesome nerds that you are. <sighs> Getting my face slapped in front of a live studio audience. Oh, right. dude, it's going to be awesome. I'm telling you, like, I'm going to coordinate my buddy Andrew to come down with his fancy ass camera from Boston and do this whole I shit. I don't know us. if the fact that we had one person fund the entire thing in a few hours or the fact that more people want to help fund something. I don't know if that means that they like our show or they really hate me. I can't figure it out. The answer to that question is is yes. <laughs> I was to say, the question is, does it have to be one or the other? It's yes. As Josh said, uh, from the entire That Kind of Nerd staff, uh, thank you so much for two amazing years of this podcast. Uh, next episode is our 100th episode. Just absolutely mind-boggling. Uh, we are so excited to bring this to you and the fact that you're listening. So, again, thank you so much. It means the world to us. Thank you guys so much for making us your walk around your neighborhood or your drive to work 99 times. And we will see you next week for our 100th episode. Thank you so much for listening. You know, you know who else hasn't seen Star Wars, Craig? ISIS. <laughs> so, so I'm ISIS now. That's how you know you haven't seen Star Wars. You're doing everything wrong. Fucking MK Ultra <laughs> has seen Star Wars. He has seen it because he understands it's part of being an American. God.